Are you ready to get your sports banter on? Brian Hemminger, love child of Albert Einstein and Howard Cosell, with a body chiseled by Zeus himself. Brandon Sharples, a man who could beat Mike Tyson. In a spelling bee, together they form the At Odds Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 28th episode of the At Odds Podcast. It is Monday, March 12th, 2018, and we have an awesome show in store for you guys today. This is going to be our NCAA March Madness Blowout Preview Special. We'll be talking all things bracketology, uh, our upset picks, our Cinderella's, our players of the tournament, you name it, we'll be talking it. And of course, we'll be mixing in any other random sports shit, um, whatever else is on our minds. But uh, without further ado, let's bring in my trusty co-host for the evening. He is Silky Smooth, Brandon Sharples. How you doing tonight, man? All right, guys. Yeah, so uh, today's uh, episode, we're going to be talking about uh, NC tourney picks, NCAA tourney picks. I'm going to give my picks. I'm actually doing something a little bit different this year. I'm going to fill out my bracket. Um as we go online, we're gonna, I got the belly up sports. Uh, you're going to get in that too, Brian. I got the belly yeah, up I'll sports turn mine in. page that are, we had an ESPN group for belly up sports and anybody can join just as long as you like our page, we'll give you the, the login information and we'll give you the password and you can come join our, our, uh, at our belly up sports, um, group and we're going to compete each other and it's free to get in and we'll give away 50 bucks to whoever wins the group. Just for joining and, you know, kind of promote the page. So that's something we got going on right now. And I'll, and, uh, throughout this podcast, um, I'll go ahead and fill out that bracket, like as we go. So kind of a live, live thing. So live unveiling. Um, and, you know, we'll talk about our, uh, our, you know, impact players and maybe some Cinderella picks and snubs and, you know, I thought there was a couple snubs this year that were outrageous. So we'll talk about that, and uh, you know, we can talk about pretty much anything. I got a couple things. Um, I was re- I, I talked about LeBron James earlier this week, and I thought I could hit on a couple of those things for the podcast itself, and uh, and go from there, man. So, uh, what did you do this week? Anything exciting? Oh uh, yeah, I. Uh, well, let's see. I interviewed this girl that got. Into the uh, inducted into the 4-H Hall of Fame, so that ended up being one of my feature articles for Monday. Uh, it wasn't the most exciting weekend. I mean, it was mostly a rest and recover weekend, like because I have just been pushing myself really hard with uh, the MMA, with uh, the journalism thing, with uh, the Daily Chief, and this was like a week off type of situation where there weren't any major fights going on. So I just fucking chilled. Like, I don't get that enough. But for the month of March, there's only, like, one UFC event for the entire month. So this is, like, almost like a vacation for me. So I'm, I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. Well, why don't we get into the, the the interesting stuff and tell everybody who you hung out with this week? Well, that wasn't over the weekend. That was today. Oh, today. Um, then. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, it was a Miss Ohio, Sarah Clapper, out of uh, Louisville, Ohio. She, uh, visited Upper Sandusky, so I got to follow her around a little bit. 
Um, she went and spoke at two of the schools. She spoke at the Rotary Club. She spoke tonight at the Lincoln Day Dinner, and she did a a tour of the Upper Sandusky, like historic courthouse, with the the county commissioners. So you guys, you said that you guys got some stuff in common. So is there like a, a future with you and Miss Ohio? Oh yeah, oh definitely. I mean, she's got my number. So right, you remember? <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, no, she um, was a. Uh, she graduated out of Ohio State with a degree in architecture, and that's actually what I went to school for in the first place <laughs> as an architect. And I was I did that for a year. So we talked a lot about the Knowlton building. Just it's a really unique building. Like when I started at Ohio State, it had, it was like its first year there, like it had just been finished. Um, so that was like a big draw to Ohio State was its new architecture building. So she got to use it for her entire time there. I only used it for the first year before I switched. But yeah, we talked a lot about that and just cool architecture shit. And it was just fun. Had a nice little connection there. And and she's uh not bad, not too bad on the eyes. Man, that was, <laughs> dude, she, you could have, you could have, you could have went into it a little bit more about that girl. So, but you know, I wish I would have met her. Maybe I, we could have went and got some lunch or something. Yeah. I, uh, at the Republican dinner, one of the guys next to me was joking. He's like, yeah, Miss Ohio was going to sit here, but I told her that the only seat left was on my lap. And and she went and to a different table. My buddy Shetler's <laughs> asked me if I have pubes on my face. Dude, what is up with my beard? There's nothing wrong with my beard. It's like scruff. Why does everybody talk shit about my beard? I can, what, you just got to let it fill out more, man. You got to let it fill out more. And then then okay, you'll gain respect. When I let it fill out more, my beard looked... Everybody talks shit about it, saying it was just a big old bush on my face. Then when I cut it off, now I got pubes. This is just like, I just basically just grows in after a day or two of me shaving. I, I don't know what you want me to do, Chase. I don't know what anybody wants me to do about this beard. If you guys got any sort of, uh, if you guys got any, uh, you know, suggestions about this beard, I don't know what you want me to do with it, but, uh, I have to figure that out. Maybe that would be a, a hot topic. What should Sharples do with his beard? If he should go baby face for the rest of his life, because I got this Joe Dirt thing, it doesn't grow in very well. So I gotta figure that out because I I've been getting shit on every podcast with this fucking beard. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Maybe that we'll run a poll or something on the, the Anonymous page. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, what the hell should Sharples do with his beard? If anybody, hey, comment section, come on, tell me what I should do with this damn beard. I don't know what to do with it. I got my hair growing out nice though. It's gonna look tight. So did you, you do anything fun this weekend? Uh, I played poker. Hey, there you online. go. Online. I heard you, you were doing pretty well last I heard. I don't know if it's, if it's sustained. I was sustained for a little while. I got some out, but, uh, I, I did have a couple big poker tournaments this weekend and, uh, I cashed in them, but nothing to write home to mom about, nothing to change my life over. So it wasn't, it wasn't the big cash I wanted, but it is what it is. So. I'm big, you know me, I'm a big gambler. I should be betting on these damn NCAA tournament games is what I should be doing. I, you know what I need to do? I need to cut out the DraftKings big tournaments for the NBA because those are basically lottery picks. Anybody that wins those, they just got lucky. It literally takes no skill. You just basically, if you have enough money to put in the very max amount of, of picks, like say they allow, oh, I don't know, 250, 250 freaking teams in there. That you can pick, you'll get guys in there that literally have a bunch of a couple thousand bucks on there, and they'll and you know it's like five dollar buy-ins, eight dollar buy-ins, and they'll max out. And basically, the the guys that win, 
they got like, you know, 100, 200 entries in there. And then, you know, they just basically started throwing darts at a board and putting teams together. So it's really, it's more about like, do you have the disposable income to put 100 to 200 $8 entries in there to try and win 100K? And you know what I mean? So that's kind of a joke. I, I should stop playing DraftKings. It's kind of annoying. It's like, I'm not going to win with five or six lineups. You know what I mean? It's barely mm-hmm. fucking impossible. So uh, I need to concentrate more of my attention on you know betting sports. But I, you know, I'm a I'm a big football better. I don't really like betting on basketball. I think it's like a crapshoot as it is. But it, it it is fun to to do the NCAA tournament. You know, it's a money maker for the NCAs and. I, got, I read this article today. There's like going to be an estimated ten billion dollars bet on on this NCAA tournament this year, and almost all of it's going to be illegally bet. <laughs> yep. And none of it goes to the players. <laughs> yeah, none goes to the players per usual. Yep. So yeah. Well, but not legally at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hey, I do want to give everybody a shout. Like, um, we're we're in the final stages of the hottest softball team in America vote. And we had a huge voting turnout. Uh, well, I think over a thousand votes this last time, this last round. And the final two teams that are left standing to vote for are Florida State and Washington. And right now Washington's kicking some ass in votings, but last time Florida State, last time I checked, they had like 20 votes. And then the next day I click on the website and they had like 250. <laughs> So, uh, they're definitely, they can come out of left field like, like it's nothing. So, uh, go ahead and go to bellyupsports.com and, or uh, check out our Belly Up Sports Twitter or Belly Up Sports Facebook page and there's links to vote for the hottest team and you can go there and vote and check them out and see what they look like and everything like that. So, it's pretty cool. It's pretty funny. Um, I kind of wanted to do it for the MCA Women's Tournament. I think I might actually. The, uh, uh, pick the 10 hottest te- teams that I think are the hottest teams in the NCAA tournament, women's basketball, and have you vote on who's the hottest basketball team. I think that'd or be you could set up like the, the round of 64 and just go at it <laughs> full bracket style. The problem is I don't think, you know, Belly Up Sports isn't big enough yet to get like to have that many votes for like all those teams. You know what I mean? I want to condense it as much as possible to get the most votes like in into the thing, you know. I don't want to ha- I don't want the winner having like four votes, you know, and then like you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's spread out. Well, maybe but- you could just wait till the sweet 16 and then just have hottest out of the the final 16 teams. All right. Hold on. Let me throw out ideas here. Yeah. I'm trying to, uh. Cause that would work, I think. Public. Alright, Mike, if you're there, try and share this again. I just made it public. So, um, but yeah, dude, uh, as far as the, before we get into the NCAA tournament, um, I, I, I wrote, I wrote a, I wrote a blog I'm gonna be posting tonight about LeBron and what he's gonna be doing with Cleveland and, um, I wanted to share a couple sentiments on that. I don't think that LeBron is going to stay in Cleveland and I, I don't think that he's going to go to the West, Western Conference. So I'm going to write a blog. I, I already wrote it actually. I'm going to finish it up. I had some editing to do on it and then I'm going to post it to Belly Up Sports and Belly, you know, it'll be, the link will go to bellyupsports.com. So if you guys want to check that out, check that blog out. I don't want to get into it too much now. I just read the blog, kind of, uh, parrots a little bit what I said earlier this week about it. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, you kind of want to get into this NCA stuff, Brian? Fuck yeah. Cool. Let's do it. So, uh, 
I'm actually gonna fill out this bracket. Um, let me let me see something here. Can you guys still see me, Brian? Like on the screen? If you're uh, doing, let me the- check. I need to because I'm not on the screen right now. Let me go to the Belly Up Sports page where you're hosting this. All right. Yeah, you're still there. Cool. So let's get into the snubs real quick. All right. Let's do the obvious snub that the whole country is talking about, which is Oklahoma State, which might be one of the biggest snubs I've ever seen, honestly, because they got two wins over Kansas – which is a number one seed in the region. They have two wins over Oklahoma, who's in the in the tournament, who lost 11 of their last 15 games, and they didn't win a road game in the entire 2018 year. And uh, they also beat West Virginia, and they have a couple other solid wins. They got some questionable losses. There's no doubt about that. But uh, with those kind of wins, and when you're when you're splitting hairs, and your record's better than Oklahoma, who you beat twice, and Oklahoma gets in. Why? You have to ask yourself why. And uh, I think that's that was one of the biggest snubs. And another huge snub USC. was St. Mary's. Yeah, for me, it's USC, hands down. Uh, I think what they were RPI thirty four. Um, I think they got second in the Pac ten, and Pac-12. they're not in the fucking tournament. Are you kidding me? Um, yeah, dude. They also they're number one seed in the NIT, but who cares? Um, I mean, they beat some good teams, and it's just, what, because they lost to Arizona twice and UCLA twice, that they're not going to make it? I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I I, I don't get it. I really don't. Um, It didn't really make much sense to me. There's only one reason that I think that they would get snubbed. Why is that? Because they're one of the major teams involved uh, in that investigation. So maybe... that like that it it there's credence to this. Like, if you're a bubble team and you're getting investigated, I guarantee that committee's like, eh, fuck those guys. Yeah. Well, I think another Didn't the reason, same thing happened with Oklahoma State. Aren't they getting investigated too? A lot of teams are getting investigated. Well, I know there man. are, but like out of the bubble teams, like I don't, teams, like I don't know. Them, I don't. I haven't heard anything about Oklahoma State okay. getting investigated. I'm not saying they're not, but I think the reason that Oklahoma made it in over Oklahoma State is because Oklahoma has Trey Young and he's like going to be a, one of the finalists for the Naismith Award. He was one of the top he's a top scorer in the entire country. He has 27 points a game and he's a, and he has uh the top assists in the country at 8.8 assists a game. So uh I don't think they wanted a dynamic player on a bubble team to to miss out cuz I remember when Ben Simmons was tearing it up for LSU, but he also sat out a lot of games trying to keep healthy, and they were kind of on the bubble, and they didn't let LSU win. And a lot of people were kind of pissed about that, that they weren't going to get Ben Simmons showcased against the best teams in the country. And I think at the end of the day, the committee's like, what's going to be best for the ratings? What's going to be best for the NBA draft? And that's to showcase Trey Young at least one game. So they put in Oklahoma in there, and uh, they justified it somehow. But they, uh, yeah, Trey, Trey Young's the reason why they made it in. And, uh, you, you, uh, you, uh, fucking St. Mary's, they are actually ranked in the top 25 of the AP and coaches poll and they're not in the tournament. I don't think I've ever 
ever seen that happen before. I'm not sure I've ever seen a team ranked in the top 25 not make the tournament. I'm not saying it's never happened, but I don't recall it ever happening. And I thought that was pretty crazy. I didn't really realize that at first. Like, I was so concentrated on Oklahoma State being snubbed. I was like, wait a minute. St. Mary's is actually ranked. They're a ranked team, not in the tournament. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty fucked up, (laughs) to be honest with you. Um, there's a couple other teams I guess not, but those are the ones of note. And USC is definitely, definitely one of note. Um, I got, I got, I got to wonder why they, why they did that because like there's teams that were like like Auburn that's in the tournament and they're they're a major scandal right now. Um, they're they could they're, there's teams in this in this tournament that like put it this way, Arizona got seeded number four. For fuck's sake, mm-hmm. that's drastically underseeded, and I honestly think and the they're NCAA, in a crazy tough division too. Yeah, they're a crazy tough region. I honestly think that they they seeded Arizona at four, hoping that, that 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 tough road knocks them out of the tournament and they don't win this tournament because they have the talent to make a run in this tournament. Mm-hmm. At least to I mean, the final. Buffalo court. could beat them. I mean, Buffalo is actually probably the toughest thirteen seed. And then they're Bubble likely team. gonna face Kentucky in the second round. Come on. <laughs> DeAndre Ayton is like the best player in the country. He's fucking amazing. And I think that, uh, there's nobody that's gonna be able to match with him on Buffalo. I think they're gonna crush Buffalo by like 15 to 20. But I do, I do think Buffalo's a really good team. I actually was looking into them because I didn't really know much about them and I started looking into teams and Pat Forty was talking about them being pretty decent, but even he agrees. It's like they got a bad draw. They got fucked with a four seed as good as Arizona, because Arizona's like a top three team preseason, and they're still like they're still loaded with talent. Um, but yeah, I think that they seeded them at number four to try and get them to basically, uh, you know, have a tougher row because they don't want them. They don't want to see them win. There's other teams like Auburn. You don't. They don't want Auburn to win, but Auburn obviously, I don't think has any chance of winning the tournament. But they want them to. They don't want anything to do with Auburn, Miami, um, and, you know, North Carolina State, all those teams. So that it'll be interesting to see what Arizona does, man. Honestly, because Arizona is probably, um, what the hell does this say? Oh. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, some uh, blame in the comments, something about offering a max contract to to LeBron. But we'll see what happens with that. But uh, yeah, as far as uh, the NCAA tournament's concerned, who who do you see as the top threats to win the tournament? All right, you're gonna call me crazy, but I'm gonna pick for my top threats. Um, no one seeds. No one seeds? Nope. Um, I'm going to say Kentucky as a five. They're actually who I'm picking to win it all. Because wow. they've added a couple players halfway through the season. And, I mean, they're just smoking hot and the talent is, like, coalescing at the right time. I think Michigan can make a run. Um... And who else was it that I thought had a good shot? Um, 
I mean, Kentucky's all right. The only problem is they were like 0-5 against the top teams in the SEC going into yeah. the tournament. I know they won the tournament and everything, but you can't you got you can't yeah, look at the entire body of work. Well, I I think that a lot of that body of work was a young team figuring shit out. Yeah, but do you do you also think that young team's going to, you know, flourish in the tournament? I think so. Like if you, I mean, if, if it starts clicking at the right time, that sometimes is all that matters. I mean, I think same thing with Duke. Like, I think they have the most talented roster in the whole tournament, and maybe that they're finally starting to figure shit out. Like, because they had a lot of disappointing losses during the season, but um, you know, the the amount of talent on that team should be enough to to win the whole thing. So, I think Kentucky, Michigan, or Duke are my three teams most likely to win. Hey, Dan Samerts, uh, snapbacks do go backwards, buddy. It's 2018. <laughs> Everybody wears them backwards now. Yeah, I am not picking one number one seed to win it all. You only get one bracket in ours anyway. Yep. <laughs> um, I think, uh, I think Xavier and Kansas are definitely, uh, bound to lose early. I don't mm-hmm. think Xavier's that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same with Cincinnati they, for me. Yeah. I don't think Xavier's that good. Um, they don't have a good interior defense. They're kind of small. Um, so yeah, I, I think defensively they're just, I don't know. I think, uh, from what I read, um, Xavier has like the lowest defensive efficiency ranking of any team that would make the final four in like the last 10 years if they were to make it. So their defense isn't very good. Um, and then same with Kansas. Kansas has a bunch of shitty losses and like, uh, it's uh, they're a seven loss one seed that just goes to show you what's going on with the season. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not too big on on Kansas. Uh, I think that they're Kansas. Looking at the bracket, let's go look at the bracket. All right, let's go look at the bracket. So we want to start filling yours out, and then just talk differences as we go. Yeah, I, I think Kansas honestly could go down in the second round to NC State because NC State's playing really good right now and they got good length. And I think that they could definitely take them. So we'll start with the Midwest region. So if anybody is watching this, if you want to get your brackets out, you can just mess, you know, look at them when I, when I'm talking. So I'm going to take Kansas and NC State in that top, those top two games. And then I'm going to take New Mexico State and Auburn. Actually, I'm taking Charleston. So that's the top of that region. What about you, Ryan? So Charleston and New Mexico State, I don't think a lot of people realize what's going on with them. But I'll talk about them once you tell me what you're, who you're picking through there. All right. I'm going to go boring. Um, NC State and Kansas. And I think New Mexico State actually is going to be my upset pick on there. But I'm going to say Auburn wins. So Kansas, NC State. Uh, New Mexico and Auburn. So two upsets for my first half of the Midwest bracket. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. Um, so, yeah. So now I got TCU. Looks like ASU and uh, Syracuse. Syracuse, Syracuse does not deserve to be in this. Whatsoever. No, Syracuse is an undeserving team. They got put in based on reputation. Um, I'm taking uh, – Arizona State to to win that um, against TCU. I'm taking Michigan State obviously over Bucknell. I'm going to take Rhode Island and then I'll take Duke. 
All right. I'm going TCU, Michigan State, Duke, and Rhode Island. I'm going to be super boring. Pick all the favorites for that one. You know what? I'm actually going to change my pick. You going Oklahoma? I'm going Oklahoma. And the reason being... Everybody's Oklahoma. shitting on them. You said everybody deserve to be in here. Everybody's shitting on Oklahoma, including myself, who just shit on them just now. However, it is a winnable matchup. Rhode Island's not a big school. Rhode Island's a good basketball team, but they're Rhode Island. And Oklahoma has the top scorer and basically the top point guard in the country who's excited to play in this tournament. And he's, you know, trying to showcase himself. I think that he can try and carry him on the, on the back and win this game for them. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm taking. So back, you know, back to the, back to this, uh, sweet 16 here. All right. No, let's second round. Um, I'm taking NC State over Kansas. I'll take New Mexico State over uh, Charleston, obviously Michigan State, and then Duke. All right. And I'm going actually the exact same. It's uh, just we had some different teams involved, but I got to the same conclusion of Kansas, New Mexico State, Michigan State, and Duke. I have New Mexico State beating Auburn. So I have them getting two big upsets in a row. Yeah. So next I up, I love you too, sandwich. What? <laughs> I love you too, sandwich. I'm not mad. Um, <laughs> no, sandwich told me that uh, snapbacks don't go backwards, and I was just fucking with him, telling him that ah. it's 2018. Um, all right, so yeah, I'm taking uh, NC State and Michigan State um, to go to the Elite Eight out of that right. NC State, damn. Uh, I'm going Kansas and Duke, which is boring, but I do think that that's how it plays out. I think Kansas can beat uh, New Mexico State. Oh, yeah, you had NC State over Kansas, so we did have a little different in the oh, yeah. 15 round. I got a nice upset going there. So I got the 9 and 3, so we'll, we'll figure out the final four when we're done. So let's head okay. up, up top to the east. So the east is interesting. The east is like... There's, there's some pretty... Good There's some good teams East. there, but it's so winnable. Yeah. Uh, it's so winnable because it's not. Open. There's no really elite team in here outside of Villanova. Purdue, I guess you can make an argument that yeah. they're kind of elite, but they're a vulnerable two seed. And uh, you know, we'll see what happens with this, but we'll see where these picks go. So obviously, Villanova is winning that first game. And I'm going to take Bama because Bama's got a good point guard. They got some good guard play going on, and and, and I think they're they're good enough to take out Virginia Tech. Um, I'm going to take Murray State over West Virginia. West Virginia's defense has gotten worse over the year, and they're not looking too good right now. They're not playing very well. I thought that was generous that they got a five seed is the way they're playing right now. And I'll, obviously, I'll take Wichita State over over Marshall. And, uh, I'll go, th- I'll go through the rest of them. Okay. Taking, uh, I know a lot, a lot of people are getting Florida upset by, uh, St. Bonaventure, but I, I, th- I think Florida's got, got too much talent, man, on defense. You're not going to be able to score on them. The problem is Florida jacks up too many threes and they keep losing these, uh, you know, tight battles because they don't know how to hold a lead. They, they've blown more leads than any team in the country this year. So I, I, but I, I got Florida winning that game, uh, against whoever's a play in. I'll take Texas Tech, Arkansas, it's it's fine, Um, and then Purdue, obviously. All right. I'm going uh, Villanova, 
I have Alabama upsetting Virginia Tech. And then I'll go boring with uh, West Virginia beating Murray State, Wichita State beating Marshall, Florida winning their game, Texas Tech winning their game. I have Butler over Arkansas, and Purdue over CSU Fullerton. Nice. Nice. Um, all right, man. So let's go back to this top here. Now, this, Villanova is probably – they're a really solid team, man. And I I got them going. Um, I'm taking Wichita State. I'll take Florida over Texas Tech. And I'll take Purdue, obviously, over Arkansas. And then we'll just, I'll take this straight to the Elite Eight. I will take uh, Villanova versus Florida. I got Florida going to Elite Eight. All right. And I have uh, Villanova. I have everything the same except uh, I have Purdue beating Florida. So I got it. Wow. For me saying that this is wide open, I have a one versus two in my first two elite eights. <laughs> hey man, I, I, you know what? I, uh, Mike tells me, he's like, Hey, at least we don't have to worry about you winning. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you know what? This is a wide open NCAA tournament. You can't go chalk with this one. I'll tell you that. This shit cracks me up. It's the other uh, side where I'm going to start getting crazy. I yeah. promise. All right, so I got that. That's our Miley date. All right, so we'll go to the South. And I like Virginia. I like this Virginia team. In a team in a, in a year where everybody's getting beat up by shitty teams, Virginia is held steady. They're not an amazing team. They're not even really a great team, but they're a consistent team defensively. Uh, they can hold you down. They got good length. They got good size and, and they got, I mean, they pretty much are solid from the one to the five. You know, they're a really good team and, um, they're going to be one of my favorites to, to win this. Um, I'll, I'll take, uh, Kansas State, um, and Kentucky. I will take Kentucky and Arizona. All right. And go ahead. Okay. So. I'm going, obviously Virginia should win. One seed's never lost to the 16. I'm going Creighton over Kansas State. Uh, I like their performance against top 25 teams a little better. Kansas State went two and seven. Creighton went four and six. Not that much different, but could matter. Uh, Kentucky and Arizona. All right. All right, so I got Loyola Chicago winning this game against Miami. Loyola Chicago is actually a really good team. Um, I think this is like the first time they made the tournament since like the 80s, if I read that correctly. Did you see anything about yeah. that? Yeah, they had their coach on Yahoo. He was, he was a really since good dude. 85. Yeah, 85. So they're, they're, they've been playing lights out this year. They freaking score like crazy. So, yeah, that's going to be badass. Um, they, they got a fun team. They got this freshman Crookwig. Dude's huge. Um, he, he rebounds like a motherfucker. He's got a nice little, like, he doesn't have a sky hook, but he's got that little floater. I watched them play, actually. And they beat Florida this year, like, really early in the season. So, you know, they got a good win under their belt. And that was when Florida was playing really good. Florida started off the season really hot and really good. So, and Loyola Chicago beat them. So that, that was a good team. So, uh, yeah, I like them. Um, let's see who else I got here. I'll take Tennessee. Tennessee's playing pretty good right now. Nevada's tough. Nevada runs up and down the floor. It's going to be tough to keep, to keep up with them for Texas. And then I'll take Cincy. All right. 
I'm going Loyola Chicago as well. Um, I'm going Tennessee over Wright State. I'm going Texas over Nevada and Cincy over Georgia State. But things are about to get fucking crazy. <laughs> All right, man. I'm taking uh, Virginia over Kansas State. Um, I will take Arizona over Kentucky. And I will take Loyola Chicago again over Tennessee. And then I'm going to take uh, – I'm taking Cincinnati. They were my upset special, you bitch. Hey, you know what, man? <laughs> I'm too smart. All right, I got Virginia over Creighton. Uh, I went Kentucky over Arizona. Loyola, Chicago over Tennessee. The Cinderella bid. And Texas over Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I thought I was a genius. The one guy picking Loyola, Chicago to make a deep run. Ah, uh, dude, you know there's going to be a lot of them people in yeah. this country. Um, so anyways, I, I got, got the MVC I got, player of the year, man. Clayton Cluster. Watch out for that guy. <laughs> I have, I got Cincy beating him. I got Cincy in the lead eight against Arizona. I got Arizona beating Virginia. All right. So and I have a completely different elite eight. I have Kentucky over Virginia and Loyola Chicago over Texas. Kentucky, Loyola, Chicago, Elite Eight. You heard it here first, motherfuckers. (laughs) All right, man. All right, finally, we're down to the West, which I think is the fucking wackest. This is is the wackest. It's got the worst teams by far. Yeah. Um, As bad as Ohio State is, they could win this thing. No, they can't. I'm not saying they will. I'm not even picking them to, (laughs) to make a run. But I'm saying they could because it's so whack. Yeah, they could. Like if they so play whack. well enough, they could. Um, There's nobody in this team that like dominates them, or nobody in this bracket. Yeah. Uh, one second here. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So I got Xavier obviously winning the first game because you just don't pick against a one seed there. Now I got Missouri beating Florida State. Yep. Missouri's got uh, Michael Porter Jr. back, and if people don't know who Michael Porter Jr. is, he was the number one recruit in the country last year. And the dude is a monster, super fucking good. Like if he if he was healthy, he got injured this year. If he was super healthy, he would probably be the number one overall pick. Him or Iton from from uh, Arizona are like neck and neck. This dude can score. This dude's a monster, and if he's healthy. Missouri could upset Xavier possibly. We'll see what happens. I got South Dakota State beating Ohio State first round. Um, I got Gonzaga beating um, UN Chattanooga or whatever the hell they're called. UNC Greenville or whatever. And then I got uh, Houston beating San Diego State. I got Michigan taking out Montana. I have Texas A&M. No, I have Providence taking out Texas A&M, and I have UNC uh, taking out Lipscomb. So that's my that's my first rounder. What you got? All right, first round I've got Xavier. Obvious. I went Missouri over Florida State, Ohio State over South Dakota State, Gonzaga over UNC Greensboro, San Diego State over Houston, Michigan over Montana. Providence over Texas A&M, 
and North Carolina over Lipscomb. All right. All right, dudes. I, all right, so i got to take Xavier over Missouri because outside of Michael Porter Jr., I, they're not very healthy and they don't have enough – they don't have a deep enough team to win to win that game. So I'm taking Xavier. Uh, I'm taking Gonzaga to beat South Dakota State. They're too big. They're too talented. They're kind of rested up for beating up their weak conference. So I think they're – you know, they just, they just made a run last year. Um, I'll take Michigan over Houston, and then I will take – uh, UNC over Providence. UNC is nine and three against a really tough schedule coming into this tournament. I'm not really high on them. They got like Joel Berry, which I don't know if you remember last year. I was shit talking Joel Berry hardcore throughout like the Final Four and Final Game. Like I think he sucks. Like he's super wild and he's like turnover prone and his shots just look shitty. I don't think he's very good. He'll get drafted and he'll be bust city in the NF in the NBA and you'll never hear of him again. But that's what I think of him. So I, I went chalk here. I got I got one, two, three, and four. The only one I did that. And I did not. So uh, I went. Got? Well, actually, it's it's similar, but there's one big one. I have Missouri beating Xavier. Like, Missouri's defense is so good that I think they're just going to clamp down on Xavier. Like, Xavier thrives on offensive efficiency, and they're terrible defensively. So yeah. if Missouri shuts them down, I think they're going to – run away with it. I don't even know. Like, if Missouri plays Xavier, like, as long as they get past Florida State, which I think is going to be a tougher game for them than Xavier, I think Missouri beats Xavier. Nice. So, I have I have them picking that one up. Uh, and then I have Gonzaga over Ohio State. They already played this year. It was a close game. Ohio State had a lead, blew it, and Gonzaga ended up winning. Um, I think they do it again, especially with Ohio State not playing well down the stretch here. They had that great run to, like, get national attention, but they really have played very poorly and Penn State destroyed them three times. Well, didn't destroy them every game, but just losing three times to Penn State is super embarrassing, especially since they, they didn't they, even they, make they the got tournament. Beat up that one time they got, they lost by like 30. Yeah, they, they got crushed by them once and then they lost the other two times on like buzzer beaters. Yeah. But the fact that they went 0-3 against a team that didn't even make the tournament is embarrassing, so... Yeah, I think Ohio State loses here to Gonzaga. I don't have them losing to South Dakota State. I think with Bates Diaz being the player of the year, he'll step up and they should be able to beat a lower team like that. And I know you're probably just hating South- on them because you hate well, Ohio no, State. Well, no, actually, but, I hate Ohio State. Everybody knows that. And partially I want them to lose. That was partially part of this pick. But at the end of the day, man, I'm trying to like not have a, bro- a, ba- a bracket busted up, you know, by knocking out a, a five well, seed right away. Considering I have that them losing the next game, I think that they should at least win this one. Yeah, I, I just think South, South Dakota State from. Oh, you're I not going to get your buff bracket busted by picking Ohio State to win that. I haven't game. watched them, but I was watching a special, uh, a special on this tournament, and a lot of people had a lot of buzz around South Dakota State being pretty decent. They 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 won a game last year, I think, in the tournament, and they're pretty tough, and uh, they return pretty much the whole team, so they're pretty good. Um, I'll take uh, Gonzaga over Xavier, and then I'll take Michigan over UNC. All right, and then here's where I go nutso again. I have Missouri over Gonzaga. So Missouri in my Elite Eight and Michigan over UNC. So Missouri versus Michigan. So Missouri versus Michigan. Damn. So my Elite Eight on one side is the 1-2-1-2, one, two, one, two, and on the other side it's the 5-11 versus 8-3. Hey, Mike, I don't think we're going to have a problem losing to Brian this year. <laughs> 
All right, man. Let's go with the, our final four picks. So we'll start up at the top of the East. Um, I will take Villanova over Florida. I'll take Villanova to head to head over to the uh, to the final four. Right. Unfortunately, and then I'm going to take Michigan State over NC State. And then I will go over to the West, and I will take Gonzaga over Michigan. Last year's finalists. Yeah, and then I will take Arizona over Cincy. All right, we're going to have four completely different Final Four teams. That's good. We're finally at odds, Brian. There we go. I'm going <laughs> Purdue over Villanova. I'm going Duke over Kansas. Michigan over Missouri, and Kentucky over my Cinderella, Loyola, Chicago. So my final four, Kentucky, Michigan, Purdue, Duke. I got two Big Ten teams in there. Damn, man, you're really fucked on that. (laughs) Well, I don't have any Big Ten teams in the final, spoiler alert. I am going to have to go with Arizona as my finalist. I'm taking Arizona and Villanova. What you think? All right. I'm going Kentucky and Duke. Classic battle of the powerhouse programs. All right, ma'am. And I think uh, I'll take Nova. I'm picking Nova to win it all. Boring. Hey, yeah, I, I had a bunch of bracket busters, but you know, at the end of the day, I think Nova's the most complete team. I think that mm. the reason I think they're the most complete team because I think that uh Virginia is probably the most like top to bottom like team without any flaws, but Villanova has has the uh they got the better balance, I think, as far as like having those guys that are gonna push them to the championship. I like I like Villanova a lot. Um What's, what, who's the who's the guy that that uh, Virginia Kyle guy from Virginia? He's their best player, um, but you know he he's not shooting the three as good this year. But uh, but Villanova's got fucking that Brunson who's tough. He's 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 one of the few like stars that stayed like throughout college because you know he wasn't quite projected to be that lottery pick and he stayed there and they won that national title. And they, he's won ninety eight, or they, yeah, they won ninety six of his one hundred nine games. I'm reading right here, and uh, dude's shooting great from threes, forty eight percent that I'm reading. He's played one hundred nine games for them. He's a solid all around. That's the kind of guys that you need to win this tournament, and I like that. I like Villanova, and I think that Villanova is the, the best team that the most likely team to win this tournament is Villanova. Well, with me, I'm going all about potential. Uh, Duke and Kentucky are probably have the two rosters with the best NBA talent. Um, Kentucky is loaded with freshmen. For me, it comes down to if Jared Vanderbilt plays, I think Kentucky makes a huge run. Uh, he did not play in their conference tournament and they won it anyway. Uh, they're, so they're just playing really well right now, but if they throw him into the mix, uh, as one of the best prospects in the country as a, as a freshman, I think that he will make a monster impact, and that's a team that has a five seed with a one seed roster. And same thing with Duke. I mean, the most talented team that underperforms. So it's just all about if they if it comes together, 
at the end of the season, then I think uh, that those are my final two teams. And I have Kentucky winning it all. Call me crazy. Five seed, baby. So you got Kentucky winning it all, huh? Yep. Damn, man. I mean, that's ballsy. I'm glad you're going that ballsy because I just, you know, you're probably not going to win this, you know. <laughs> hey, but hey, if Kay- I do, hey, hey, I'm the only Caitlin one. Caitlin says Kansas. Caitlin Miller says Kansas in the comments. Oh, my God, Kate. Hey, I think, I think Kansas can make it to the Elite Eight at least. Do you know I actually asked Caitlin if she wanted to start a second podcast with me, have a female male co-host thing, and she declined. And now I know why, because she picks people like Kansas. And I don't like Kansas. So you would just so shit I, on her for, like, the whole episode? Yeah, I'm just going to shit on her for liking Kansas. Kansas, baby. I hate hey, Kansas. Bill Self has won, like, that conference for, like, 12 years in a row. That's yeah, consistency. Whatever. No, it so. is. But they're not, they're, they, they're not going to win this tournament. Caitlin, they're not winning. Probably not. But yeah, no. They're consistent. You can't, can't hate on that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, let me submit this pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Villanova, Arizona, and we're going to go with like a 74, 67 final. I went, I went 78, 70. I think it's a shootout. Boom. So how Super do you want me to submit this for, uh, the site? Just, just submit, uh, there's, it's belly up sports. I'll give you the password to it. Okay. You guys can, if yeah, you guys haven't created liked this our on page, like, Yahoo Sports, just yeah. as we were going. Yeah, um, go like Belly Up Sports, our Facebook page. If you like the Facebook page, we will send you our our link to our tournament like page, and I'll give you the password, and then it's free to join you, and you can win fifty dollars. Literally, if you win, you win fifty bucks. You don't have to pay so what anything. If I win, do I still get the fifty bucks? No. Oh, fuck we're gonna off. go. <laughs> we're going to someone. That, we're going to a non-member. But uh, yeah, man. If you haven't liked us, if you're if you're listening to this, you haven't liked us. Like our page. Get into this tournament. Win free fifty bucks. You know, go from there. So, um, let's see here. Let's see if anybody else join here. But yeah, fifty bucks for free if you win that win it. So like Belly Up Sports page. We'll give you the. We'll, we'll let you join in. We'll give you. We'll give you the fifty bucks if you win. So, um, as far as the players to watch, um, obviously uh, uh, DeAndre Ayton is like the big guy. That everybody thinks is going to go number one, but there's some other players to watch. Like um, the reason I, I like New Mexico State so much is because of the Jamario Jones, who's like he's another guy that's been on their team, um, leading them for a little while, but. He, he leads in both rebounds and assists on the team. Super tall and skinny. Uh, dude's, you know, just been on a rebounding tear. And, uh, he's been averaging over 18 boards over the last five games. Um, so, and, and they're, and they're a fast paced team. So you got a long, lengthy guy that can board like that and, you know, running that ball. I think, I think they're going to be a, a tough out. New Mexico State can make a deep run in this tournament. So I like them. And then I picked Murray State. Remember I picked them? Uh, I picked them over, uh, the LA plan. Murray State over West Virginia. I picked Murray State over West Virginia. Um, they got this dude that's like huge, but he shoots, the, he shoots three. He's made like 62 threes this year, but he's 6'8, 245. <laughs> <laughs> Big dude. Uh, he had 18 boards in their recent game. Um, tough dude. 
Uh, I think that, and they haven't lost in a while. I think they, I think they're on like a 14 or 15 game winning streak. And those are the teams that you got to pay attention to when they come into the tournament. So they haven't lost since January. So they're, gonna, they're a tough out too. So don't be surprised if Murray State goes on a little run too. So those are the couple of guys that you probably haven't heard of if you're a basketball dude. We talked about Michael Porter and you talked about Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, we can also talk about the, uh, I talked about Kyle Guy too. But Bridges is the dude from Michigan State that's super tough. He's going to be a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's one of the reasons why I had them going to the Final Four. Uh, obviously losing to Villanova, but yeah. He shot a lot of free throws this year. So, Michigan's four losses he is when he doesn't go to the line. So their biggest, you know, they need to make sure they get him going to the line. Mm-hmm. So if Michigan State wants to, wants to go deep in the tournament, they need to, they need to get him on the line. So, yeah. So you mentioned Michael Porter a little bit. But yeah, that's why I think Missouri can make a run is I think he can carry them. Uh, I mean, that's a guy that, I mean, no, no joke. He could be like the first or second pick. So, uh, that's definitely somebody to keep an eye on. Um, I think, uh, who else? I mean, the reason I like Duke is because they have three dudes that could be lottery picks with uh, Marvin Bagley, Wendell Carter, and Gary Trent Jr. Um, I mean, they are just a loaded roster. And then you throw in Grayson Allen, who's a total douchebag, but he's still a good player and he could go in the first round. So, yeah. I mean, four first round picks. That's why Dude, I think they can, Grayson they can Allen make it. Looking like Ted Cruz out there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that dude from Michigan that Mar- uh, Mo Wagner. He's sweet. He's the one that was draining all those threes against, mm-hmm. uh, Purdue when they beat him in the Big Ten tournament. So I like them. Yeah. And but who I, was it that I, I, you mentioned from Michigan State? Uh, Miles Bridges. Okay. You got to watch out too for, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. That's another dude that's like crazy talented. He's just a freshman too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, he's six foot 11 power forward. Like he could make a huge difference in the inside. Yeah. And Bagley's super tough, man. He's damn near seven foot. Bagley's. Bagley is going to have a solid NBA career. You know, he's going to be, I think he'll be end up being an all-star one day. Um, he can shoot the three and the dude's mm-hmm. six eleven. Kind of like a, kind of like an Anthony Davis, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, DeAndre Ayton, he's just fucking huge. Seven foot, over seven foot, just monster. Dude's a, he's like 23 and 14, 66% shooting, and he shoots, uh, 74% from the foul line, which is awesome for a big guy like that. That's not bad. That's like LeBron numbers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, LeBron's actually improved his shooting quite a bit. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, South Dakota State. Um, I was talking about them beating Ohio State. Uh, they got matchup problems all over the fucking thing. I think that, uh, they got that 6'9 dude. Uh, how's his name? Dom or something. Yeah, Mike Dom. Where is he at? Mike Dom. Yeah. Uh, he draws a lot of fouls. He grabs a lot of boards. I think that's going to be a matchup problem for Ohio State. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that they're going to be overwhelmed defensively. I think they'll be all right. I think they're going to beat Ohio State first round. All right, and I want to go back and back up my crazy Loyola Chicago Elite Eight run. Um, uh, obviously, the Missouri Valley Conference is a conference that has generated some incredibly talented uh, teams that have – come in as Cinderella's and made huge runs. 
Uh, yeah. They've always been one of my favorite, like, cinder, like, smaller conferences for basketball. But, um, Clayton Cluster was the MVC player of the year as a junior point guard, averaging like 13 points a game, four assists a game. But they have five players in double figures, an incredibly well-balanced roster that uh, if you shut down Cluster, the other guys are just going to step up. And I think that that makes them a very difficult matchup for a lot of people. And they're one of the best shooting teams in the country. So I think that they can just destroy teams from the outside. And as long as they don't go ice cold, I think they're in for a really deep run. Nice. I think that, uh, I think that there's a couple of teams like that. Like, um, what do you, what do you think about Loyola Chicago? That's who I just said. No, not, I didn't mean to say it. I knew that's who you just said. Oh. I meant Murray State. My bad, dude. Okay. <laughs> Did you say Murray State? Murray State is what the team. I remember I was telling him, talking about him mm-hmm. earlier. Had that thirteen game winning streak. Yeah, Did you- um, like they're an exciting team. Like they were the Ohio Valley regular season and tournament champs. So they're also a really good shooting team. I just think that they're stepping in there against a, a tough matchup. I think West Virginia um, had a strong season. They. Had a pretty good record against top opponents. They went five and five against top twenty-five teams, and Murray State never faced one. So, you know, they had a great record and a, a nice winning streak, but they didn't play anybody for the whole season, which is a problem. And yeah, like at least with Loyola Chicago, the reason I I still picked them to to make the run is, uh, they did at least play a couple decent teams, and they actually won. So. That's why I think that they could, they can, they might be able to do it. Nice. All right, man. Well, that's pretty much all I got to talk about this tournament. I think it's going to be a wide open tournament. I, you expect a bunch of upsets because honestly, there's not really that many great teams this year. A lot of parody it makes it kind of exciting for the tournament. It makes it shitty for the uh, people trying to bet on this tournament. I think Vegas is going to make out huge on this tournament. I think Vegas is going to win a lot of money on this tournament and people are going to lose their ass, but it's going to be fun for us to watch. I wouldn't doubt if you see some crazy teams make the Final Four. So, yeah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But I'm gonna post this. Uh, I'm gonna post my bracket on Belly Up Sports. If you want to, Brian, you can too. All right. Uh, I think we all should. But uh, yeah, you can follow along and see how we're doing. And like we said earlier, man, if you want to join our join our uh, free ESPN group, we'll get you the the group name and the password, and it's free for you as long as you like our page and. You'll, you can win 50 bucks if you win the tournament or if you win the group. So where can you go wrong with that, right? So you get to get some cool content from us and you get a chance for 50 bucks. So win-win, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm pretty excited. So, yeah, that's good, man. All right. So, yeah, that'll do it for tonight. Oh, do we have any uh, gems or anything I guess we can throw out? Um, I actually do. There's a couple... Uh, remember that Death Note anime that we talked about that was pretty sick? Yeah, it's already, everybody already knows about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Up. But because I watched that, I got some other ones recommended to me, and I fucking watched them. And they were really good. So, the first one is called One Punch Man. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah. You ever actually watched one? No. Okay. It's like one of the most famous, it's like one of the most famous animes though. It's not really a gem because everybody know, knows about well, it. Do you know like a lot about it? <laughs> no, I just know what he looks like and everything. Okay, well, I want to explain it because it's hilarious. 
it was like conceived by like a little kid talking about uh, a superhero to like uh, his dad or something. And he was like, yeah, he just, he beats everybody with one punch. And, and you're just like, how is this, you know, an actual thing? Like, how is this even entertaining? And it just, it goes into this guy's power. Like, like they keep throwing guys at him, like throughout the whole series that just seem like the most ridiculous, badass villains. And he's got like a sidekick that's supposed to be like this badass dude. And the sidekick just launches like everything he has at him. And it doesn't do enough. And then they fire back and just, just blast the sidekick to bits. He's like a cyborg. So he gets blown up all the time and they fix him back together. And then one punch man comes in and just punches him right in the face and like their head explodes. (laughs) But it, it deals with like, he's always looking for like an actual opponent and he's so frustrated and bored with life and everything because he trained so hard, and now he's by far the most badass thing in the universe, and nothing nothing can challenge him. So it is deals this... a lot with that versus just the fights, but it's just it's really entertaining. Like it's put forth in in a really unique way. So, so is this like that Asian show that was like made into a meme, where the two was like punching people's like like punching their bodies off and shit, like when he was in the. When he was in, like, the jail. It was, like, a live-action version of this shit. Do you remember that? And he's, like, in, like, this big-ass, like, jail courtyard, and he's, like, punches that dude's face off. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking I, about? I didn't see I that. I the comments, everybody's saying, like, oh, one-punch man or whatever, but, yeah. yeah. I don't know, dude. I thought that was fucking funny. Yeah, I don't I, know if you guys I, ever seen I, that. I haven't seen like this, that, so I wouldn't it was know. Like this, yeah. It was Just from this, watching, like, watching the anime, it's on Netflix. I mean, it's hilarious, yeah. and it's actually really well done. So, And there's yeah. like a little bit of mystery and intrigue and stuff still going on. Like, Apparently the second season is going uh, now in Japan, so hopefully they'll be adding the second season soon. But it's just one season on Netflix right now, so you can like fly through it in like a day if you're bored. Yeah. I mean, if I have some time, I could probably do that. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. I actually, I got something that I wanna, I wanna f- fucking hold on. So Ben Myers, uh, you remember Ben Myers, right? Mm-hmm. He's from uh, BG. We went to, we hung out with him all the time. Well, I hung out with him this past weekend. He actually is in part some of the video that I shot at that bar and restaurant. And he told us to check out um, this com- this comedian, Eric Myers. So if you guys want to check him out, he actually tagged me in uh, one of his YouTube videos at, at the Laugh Factory over in Hollywood. And uh, I laughed my ass off. I thought it was super funny. So if you want to check out a comedian that you haven't heard, his name's Eric Myers. Some of you probably heard of him, some of you not. Uh, but Eric Myers is a cool, cool comedian, dude. He was pretty funny, pretty animated. I really liked him. So check him out, Eric Myers, uh, Eric with a K. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and Google Google him or YouTube him and check him out. He's pretty funny if you guys want to find some funny shit. <laughs> so I liked it if you want to check that out. But uh, other than that, man, I don't I don't really have a rant other than fuck Brad Bennis. <laughs> <laughs> we can save that for one where you actually, like, want to go in deep on it if you want. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> But yeah, I'm out. I'm out, guys. That's good for the show tonight, and uh, we'll have this posted up on on everything on uh, Belly Up Sports, BellyUpSports.com, at Belly Up Sports Twitter, 
like I said earlier in the episode, don't don't forget to uh, don't forget to vote for the softball's hottest team in America. Final two teams: Florida State, Washington. I voted Washington, and, by the way. Spoiler alert. Nice, nice. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and vote for that. If you haven't liked our page and you're watching this, let's go like our page. You'll get a get that entry into the NCAA tournament. Plus, you'll get new, uh, awesome content. We got that video content coming soon. That's going to be a pretty regular thing. So. Go ahead and check us out, man. But that's it for the night. So I'm all set. Mega Man time.